You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Lauren, how do you feel about road trips? I generally am totally down. Anytime, just hopefully we're going somewhere fun. So I agree with you, but here would be a frustrating part. What if we got in the car and we were excited about going someplace, but we weren't sure how long it was going to get there. And candidly, we didn't know if we had made it to where we were going. How frustrating would that be? Be a little bit weird. Little weird. Little, it'd be a little weird. And, but I bring that up because today we're going to talk a little bit about benchmarking. In other words, we're going to talk about those things that marketers such as ourselves utilize to showcase uh, either success or failure or need for improvement, that type of thing. So uh, that is how our road trip would go if we didn't have any way to tell which direction we were going. So, yeah, it wouldn't be really great. It wouldn't be really great for future planning either or planning for your trip at all. Terrible. And how would you fill your car up with gas if you didn't know? So I think well, we can take this for a long time, Lauren. Yeah, hopefully, though, you just fill it up. Like, we don't stop for gas for $5 every five miles, you know? Right. I mean, but. Right. That's bad. But, you know, ironically enough, that being said, and, and understanding that it's probably not the best, we pulled a recent survey here in 2021, and it said that 68% of marketers are unable to measure their effectiveness in digital marketing. Can mm-hmm. you believe that? That's what? That's more than uh, 60%. I mean, that's that's more than two-thirds, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're almost at 75%. You might as well almost say three-fourths. And, yeah. you know, it, it is somewhat surprising, but at the same time, I feel like it's really easy to get either bogged down or overwhelmed. Like, you either have way too much data or or nothing at all to go right. on or don't know where to start tracking or measuring. So those are a few things that we want to touch on um, to at least maybe if you're in this boat or you need to improve um, just kind of where to start and some tools that we're aware of that may also help too. Yeah. So. Very cool. This I'm excited about this. This is a, once again, kind of, I kind of jumped in, but this is part of our ongoing series. We started, Back on 39, I think, and this is uh, going to be number 40, will be 46. So we have done six strong episodes. This will be the sixth strong episode. So if you haven't been listening, please go back. We started out with consumer savviness. We've done things like what to expect over the horizon, tactics to engage consumers on social. So um, kind of a little bit of a back plug, but um, check it out. I think this is a great way to continue our discussion. So. Yes. So let's just jump in. Um, Like Tony said, if you have not listened, do go back and listen to the previous, but this one is kind of, you know, you can listen to it standalone too. Don't feel like you have to stop right now and go back. But 
Um, and this is a no means saying that you should always think of measurement last. Yes, it should be in your plan, but that does not mean wait till the end to figure out how you're going to measure success either. Right. Honestly, we usually do this in the beginning. Like, here's our goals. Here's how we're going to measure against those goals. And here are the ways or tactics that we're going to um, fulfill and meet those goals. So Absolutely. just just so we don't confuse anyone here. <laughs> um, a few things to consider and, you know how to start basically is knowing where your current clients, visitors, um, customers, whatever you want to call them, where do they come from? Um, both your base of clients or customers and those that are new and start tracking and recording that data. I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Um, that way, you know, like at least what you're doing now, what is working and what's not working. Or you might can ascertain from that data um, which tool is more viable or which tactic is more viable from what you're currently doing for, you know, to recruit new clients and um, maybe your current clients where they're obtaining their information from you from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about paying too much for those new visitors? How, how do we how do you know if you're paying too much? It could cost more to get a new visitor than it actually does to have them buy something of yours, your product. Right. Shows, right. Absolutely. So if you're sinking, I'm just going to use as an example, if you're sinking a bunch of money into paid Facebook ads, for instance, and you are seeing new visitors or clients from Facebook that you can, you know, show that does not mean that it's a viable option for the long term. It might be out of your budget range to keep, you know, spending that much. Or like you say, um, what they're spending may not be you know, there may not be any return on your investment for what you're spending. So yeah. pay attention to that too. Absolutely. So the other thing you need to uh, take a look at or benchmark, I think, is how many visits or engagements you have. Just because you run a huge digital campaign or even a traditional campaign for that uh, point, mm -hmm. if you if you say, look, I've got X number of impressions, like a million impressions, but your visits or engagements are only like one or two that is a lot of extra spend to get those one or two uh, visitors right. or engagements, right? So. Right. So qualify those leads, basically, which is the same as you might be getting inquiries, like just say you have a website form on your landing page that visitors are hitting. Um, you might be getting traffic there and they may be filling out just say, an online form, but it's spam, you know, or it's not a qualified lead. It's not someone who's actually going to engage with you. So right. making sure that you're getting good leads as well um, on those expenditures is important. So important. I mean, why would, why would you do that? Why would you spend the money and you just keep getting spam, spam, spam and no quality? Right. Super important. So, um, the, the other thing you talk, talked about, and I'd like you to talk about a little bit more, is just um, looking at, can you actually increase your marketing spend? I mean, uh, sometimes we look at it and people say, well, I'm spending $500. And you're like, well, if you'd spend $1,000, you might get three times as much or something like that, right? Right. Or, you know, maybe reallocating those dollars in a different way or just tweaking a campaign. Maybe it's the artwork. Maybe it's the message. Maybe it's the audience you're pushing toward um, that's not quite tweaked right. So don't be afraid to make a small change just to improve what you're already doing. Um, but yes, asking yourself if there's, you know, money in your budget, seeing if 
you know, what I'm doing right now seems to be working and I increase by X number of dollars, can I test and see if my ROI will also increase and improve? So, um, you know, that's something I think that you should be evaluating very frequently, whether monthly or every other month um, and making sure that those dollars, you know, if you do increase that budget, making sure you're seeing that return. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all been in those meetings. I, I love kind of dropping this, but it's because I've been in those meetings where you think you're doing great. You're doing a bunch of marketing. Maybe you're doing some advertising, traditional, digital, whatever. And you think you're cruising along, but then someone says, you know, are you tracking this? Like, how do we know? And that it's that drop dead moment where you realize, man, I'm really not tracking this. Like I don't have the opportunity or the ability, excuse me, to do that. And you become one of those 68% that, that aren't. And that's right. kind of terrifying, right? Right, which is important, like we said, to think about this in the beginning of the campaign, pre-launch, before you're really doing anything, um, how you're going to benchmark and measure success. And so that way you know how to spend your budget more wisely, and it will help you plan for the future more as well. Um, You can go back and see what worked, what didn't, and you have all the data right there in front of you. So make sure you're doing it in the beginning. So do we have some kind of easy ways to at least kick off some of this tracking? Yeah, so there's a few things that we use, just helpful tools to be um, intentional with campaigns, just some little, these are things that have nominal fees associated. Um, Just for instance, if your website does not already utilize Google Analytics, um, install ASAP, it's free to use the tools, there are more analytics um, included and data in Google Analytics than one could almost ever want. So it's such a great tool. You can learn so much about your website, you know, if it's serving its purpose or not, or things that can be improved, or maybe even things that um, people are wanting more of. Um, You can easily tell where visitors are um, location-wise, as well as what pages are popular on your website, how many people are visiting, how long they're engaging. I mean, such great data. So that's probably number one. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like the easiest and basically free, like a bit of term, free to jump on. We also use something called Lucky Orange, which I am uh, in love with. And once again, you can either dig as deep as you want with these tools or just use them here and there. And so Lucky Orange, I think, is is that type of tool in which you can just sit like I do and watch people literally just record sessions of people on your website. And I don't know why that's so thrilling for me, Lauren. I probably need to see some type of professional for that, but I just love doing that. Um, but it also goes deeper into IP addressing and you can tag uh, different visitors so that you can start seeing trends there. Uh, There's heat mapping where you can look at where visitors truly uh, click on your website, what they're looking at. uh, So maybe testing type of thing. So um, that, although there's a cost associated with it, I think it's like $9 or $10 a a month. Like it's, it's very, very um, cheap and uh, what you get is amazing. So yeah, that's it. Lucky orange. Those are really good. Um, Good advice there for both. And you can use them in tandem because they Mm -hmm. um, lucky orange has more in depth on some things in Google analytics. So um, the other one, one that I really love, I've been using for a couple of years, it's called flow code Um, with the (laughs) research of the QR code, which we've laughed about and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
you know, the QR code coming back, if you will, after a 10 year hiatus, probably. Um, Flowcode lets you make for one cool looking QR codes that can match your brand in different shapes, colors, really, really easily. Um, and then it provides tracking for the code as well, analytical data. Um, and if something happens and either you mess up or you want to change something, you can go in and, you know, just say you have this QR code printed on, you know, whatever it is, you can go in and change on the backside, the URL that that code points to. So that's very handy as well. Love the tool. And you can create, you know, up to a certain amount for free. And then after that, I think you have to pay. So, and it's nominal. Yeah, me too, Lauren. I love Flowcode. It's fantastic. So that's, well, those are three pretty strong uh, tactics, if you will. Tools, tools is probably a better word to utilize to start um, being intentional and tracking these campaigns that I know everyone's going to do. I uh, I think that's cool. Is there anything else that we need to talk about or want to talk about before we wrap up the 46th and potentially final discussion in this series? I don't think so. I think that that's a really good starting place. Um, and I think that we've given a lot of good pieces to put together a great plan. Um, if you have not already or need to tweak your plans for 2022, go back and listen to the series. And I think it would be really helpful. I agree. Uh, 39, 40, 41, 42, 40. You know what? Let's not, let's not just stop ourselves from that. Lauren, Let's listen to all, if you have not made it, if you've made it through November and you have not heard the podcast and this is your first one, go ahead and take the time. Go ahead and move it back. You got 50 other ones to listen to. You should listen to them, right, Lauren? Yes, for (laughs) sure. Take the time. It will pay off in the end. So for that note, I am Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And thanks again for listening to the G Factor Podcast. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit thegildfactor.com.